everybody, it's your boy JK, the Dance Thursday, so you already know what it is, it's Tackle Thursday with JK live on IG, and today I got another special guest, my guest for today, Hells from North Lauderdale, Florida, and if you went to the Boys and Girls Club, Levine Slaughter to be exact, or you played for Northwest Broad Raiders, then you know him as Lil Barry, that rock number 20, Lil Barry, because he moved and ran like Barry Sanders. Then if you went to Avery University, hey, you know him as a baller at running back, a great football player. Then if you went to FAMU, then you might know him as a two-time graduate of the HBCU FAMU Rattlers, man. And if you know him right now, you know he is the Assistant Director of Equipment Operations for Florida A&M University. And if you me, then you know him as D. Reed, my brother, my dog, my homeboy. Ladies and gentlemen, help me welcome my special guest for today, Donald Reed. Yo, what up, Yo. what's up? What's up, bro? Hey, chill out. Hey, hey. We know, we made it. Hey, we oh, made it. 20, hey. baby, yeah. <laughs> hey, bro, man. Hey, so look. Right, I'm gonna I'm gonna let you introduce yourself first, bro, because it's a lot of a lot of symbolism, bro. What's going on right now, bro? You know what I'm saying? What I'm what I'm peeping right now in your background. So so for one, dog. Hey, I appreciate you hopping on the show, dog. I, I really do. I know you're a busy man, dog. Busy. Um, you know, just working at fam, doing all the stuff with athletics from sport to sport, bro. Which we're gonna get into that, man. But but tell the people, man, those that 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 may not know you or that's gonna see this. On live or on replay, listen to it. Tell people, man, who you are, where you're from, what you do, dog. Well, first of all, JK, man, I appreciate you for inviting me on here, man. I watch your Tackle Thursday every Thursday. You got a lot of great messages, man. Inspired me my whole life. And to this day, you know, I always got to check in and learn something, grab something from it. So it's always great information, bro. And it's very exciting, bro. But um, appreciate that. And um, for anybody yeah, that don't no know, I'm Donald Reed. So I'm from North Lauderdale, Florida. Same hometown as JK. Um, right now, I'm the assistant equipment manager at FAMU. Um, um, that's what I do. So, um, you know, we're going to get right into this topic, you know. We're going to get know, hey, got a lot yeah, of good stuff hey, going on. Hey, nah. So, we're going we gonna to cover it all. The way you're going to be able to get in depth, man, with everything. So, so one thing I want people to notice right quick, bro, is that behind me, y'all see number 20, right? <laughs> right? And so... Behind him, you see number 20. So we're going to get into what the jersey is, but the number. So if you ever wonder why, man, JK, why you want number 20? Why? I'm talking to the man himself. He's the reason I wore number 20, bro. And it's so crazy you got the jersey posted because I was going to talk about this anyways, bro. Because I think I, I'm pretty sure I mentioned it to you before. But I at high school, I well, literally don't wear 20. Like I say, nickname Lil Barry. That boy used to make you, hey, flip out your shoes trying to catch that boy. But I got to high school. I, I wore 22, number two, and, and literally got to high school, had to choose a number. They had 28, 20. I thought about my dog, Donald. I'm like, Donald rocking 20. I'm like, man, let me go ahead and rock 20, man. So so if you ever want to know why I wear number 20, he's the reason why I wear number 20, man. But, um, hey, any time we have a guest on, man, or just even by myself, for those that might be new to Taco Thursday, um, we tackle a topic, man. And what, what the Tackle Thursday with JK podcast is, it's a self-help podcast for young adults that are in the midst of, of establishing 
foundations in their life, right? And so in, in this particular topic, man, we tackling the topic, I took a different route, right? And we kind of focusing, right? Because in the young adult stage or, or transition from high school to college or from college to adult life or even early 30s, you are trying to, you chasing your goals and dreams, trying to figure out your career, right? And so when I thought of you, bro, and how you made it to the league in a different way than you originally thought, I was like, my dog took a different route. So, so when you think about that, that idea, that topic, taking a different route, what does that mean to you, bro? Man, that, that's pretty much what my life is about, man. It was just a different route, man. Like, I didn't even know I was going to make it to the NFL. It just kind of, you know, with the grace of God and just, you know, a mentor that I had, like Dakari, he kind of, you know, it fell in my lap. You know, I wasn't going after it. You know, I wasn't chasing anything. You know, after playing football, you know, I had to find another route, stayed in sports, and, you know, being patient. It just led to the to the lead, you know, and I was so grateful and the opportunity still exists to this day. And, you know, you know, just taking a different route, man, you got to have different routes. If you, your, your dream is not in front of your face, you know, sometimes you can't obtain your dream. So you got to find another route that gets closer to your dream as possible. So sports was my dream. Big leagues was my dream. This was everybody's dream. But what route can you take to still be in sports, still get to that next level? And I wasn't even aiming for the next level. You know, I let it catch me and just do what I do best. And once your heart hurt gets recognized, you know, it falls right in your lap. And your dreams, like you say, can be right in your face the whole time. So, hey, right like that boy Kodak say, hey, wake up. Your dreams right in your face. I hey, I hey, was. but, bruh, like, bruh, like, when you called me last summer, and, you know, this is, like, preliminary, like, you know, you're like, hey, oh, hey, I think, I think I'm about to go to the league. I think I'm about to go work. For the Redskins, bro. So if you're wondering what that jersey is in the background, a dog, um, right, within uh, equipment, right, went and, and made it to the league and worked this past summer with the Redskins, with the Redskins, right? And dream come true, bro. We chicks. We want to make it to the league. And when I seen you post, dog, you posted, because I was going to title this, I made it to the league, because I seen when you post your caption was, I made it to the league. But yeah. it blessed me so much because I'm like, bro, so many times, we have the idea of a dream, right? A goal. And we were trying to get there. But we be single-minded and we like, okay, I only want to get there one way. And what I feel like watching you and just seeing in my own life that, yeah, I can accomplish my dream, but it may be in a different way, right? And so, man, hey, salute to you. Um, and I know that this is just the beginning, bro, because just getting in that dope alone is 1%. And so the fact that you got those relationships, I already know, dog, you're going you're gonna to be in that thing, you know what I'm saying, full time uh, in, in, in no time, bro. So definitely congrats on that, man. So so before we get to, like, where you are right now, currently working at FAM, um, man, we're going to go back to, to, to the youth, right, to when you was a jit, when we was jits, bro. Uh, man, how was it, bro, growing up, North Lauderdale, Florida? Uh, man, how was it, man, just growing up there playing sports, man? Her, um childhood man so like you would know but we just get everybody else so i'm um, growing up you know blessed to have both parents same with you you know not even both parents i call it six or seven parents because you know we had christine at the boy and girls club yeah yeah i got mr rob so we we're blessed to have you know parents and fathers around and fortunately like a whole family itself so you know growing up i could face my whole childhood pretty much on the boy and girls club in sport you know and growing up with all type of sports, playing competitiveness of the school and those friends I had, the family that I had, and um, focus and that sports leads my you know passion and 
you know, growing up, you know, it wasn't difficult. Just got to be locked in. Like I said, I learned a lot from you guys, from you, the Creek, Board of Drug Club, everybody. I looked up guys, even though we're close to the same age, but you guys are my big brothers. So, you know, my a lot older than me. I grow up with them like that. Looking at you guys are like my brother figures. So, yeah. Growing up in North Carolina, you, you know, we did. We played sports. We uh, went to school. We joked around. We had fun. And we yeah. You know, we never had really tough, tough, tough situations where, you know, we we're blessed to, you know, be around each other and um, playing sports. That's all we you know, sports is cool. Nah, for sure, man. I think, you know, I was just telling, uh, I was talking, because I'm doing summer school right now, so I was talking to some of the kids, and, uh, man, I was just trying to tell them, like, the importance about who you surround yourself with. And uh, I wasn't, like, bragging on them, because it's all, like you said, by the grace of God. But I was like, bro, I looked around, I said, every homeboy I had, or I, I have, like, they're doing good. Like, they out of jail. They, uh, you know what I'm saying? They're doing good, making legal money. Uh-huh. Um, and I think, brother, like what you just said, like we had a whole village. Like you said, a village takes it take a village to raise a kid for real, bro. Because like when we walked out of, if I walked out of my house and went to your house, uh-huh. I know your mommy and daddy, hey, same expectations. Uh-huh. We we leave your house, we go to priest's house, same okay. expectations. Uh-huh. We go to the boys and girls club, Christine, same expectations. And right. it was just like our parents laid the foundation, and everywhere we went. They built, your parents built on mine, my parents built on yours, priest parents, Christine, the Boys and Girls Club, man. So so I definitely could see the importance, and I know uh, the importance of, like you said, man, just being raised, man, um, just by not just your parents, but but having a good village around you, man. So you say you play sports. I know you play sports. Like you said on the, hey, we was the original big three, cuz. Hey, Every, Chico. You got hey, Chico. Hit us up plenty of times. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, cheat code, bro. Nobody ever want us to be on the same team at the Boys and Girls Club, bro. Um, but, man, you play so so playing basketball, playing football, playing baseball, bro. What what like what would you say is your, your, your favorite sport? Like, what was your favorite sport growing up? So, you know us, man. It's not even only baseball, football, basketball. We played hockey. Oh, yeah. Hockey, <laughs> every sport you can name, they got us in. So, it's not like – and we were good at all sports. So, yeah. And, you know, like I tell the kids these days, like, man, nowadays making somebody miss or doing something is elusive. But back then, you ain't getting no kudos kudos until you make somebody fall. So that hey, was yeah, like, hey, yeah, hey, yeah, hey. You had to make somebody fall. A crossover ain't going to do it. You hey, gotta, crossover, like, hey. Yeah, that so, is real. So, uh, you know, it's probably between out of basketball and football. But um, that's tough, man. I don't know. It's tough. We were so deep into both. Yeah, I would say football. I would just say football was my favorite playing. Yeah. Um, but at a younger age, it was so close. Yeah. And then the older I got, you know, football kind of became my dominant sport that I had to put more time into. So I would I, w- I would have to pick football if anything. What was yours though, man? I, that, you- I, I would say, man, like so to you, like I didn't have a favorite one until probably I got to ninth grade, eighth ninth grade. That's when it was football and basketball. I had to leave baseball alone, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? We and this is a crazy thing. Like, man, Donald, we played in the league. Well, it was me and him was the only blacks. Yeah. Like, literally. So I don't know about you, that experience, but that experience for me kind of made me feel like when I made an error, everybody seen my error. You know mm. what I'm saying? But when when kids, Caucasian kids, kids that didn't look like us. Made an error. It was just like, oh yeah, another error made by a kid. I just feel like you know, and that could have been just me in my own head, but 
Um, but yeah, man, but but once I got to my junior year, like I was balling the basketball, I pretty don't think I could was hooping, bro. I was like, yo, I was yeah. like, I was balling the basketball, but I would say, man, after my junior year, that's when really football and I started getting recruited. Football just went to a whole nother level, man. And um, man, so when you think about it, right, how you, you know what I'm saying, over, right? Working with equipment operations and doing things with sports. I'm talking about every sport. When I'm calling, I'm like, bro, where you at? Hey, I'm over here uh, at the tournament with softball. So how do you think your childhood and just playing multiple sports, the Boys Girls Club had us playing everything. How do you think that prepared you um, for what you're doing now as the uh, assistant director of the equipment operations at FAMU? So just being around sports, being around different people, different age groups, you know, Racist, you know, it's just it all prepared me for this. And just, you know, growing up, putting bodies on our own helmets, fixing our own face mask, taking yeah, our own yeah. face, fixing the shoulder pads. We need the rib kit, we need the wrist. We're always your type of person. So, you know, I always had a background of gear and going to Webster, picking out our own stuff. We have these mouthpiece, we got to have this. So, putting together always been our thing. You know, going to the beauty store, getting the headbands and bandana, putting numbers with white out on them. Like, just <laughs> Always been in me, you know what I mean. Putting things together, like let's go get these bumblebee socks. We the first brought out bumblebee socks, you know what I mean? Like, For sure, so yeah. Always, Candy cane. So we was always a trendsetter. So now with equipment, you got to be a trendsetter. Every year, you got to bring out something new. You got to have a new idea. So I think that I always had the you know idea of like what can we put together, what can we mix up, what's some new things out. Just doing the research, and yeah. Work the people you work under to reach out and just say, hey, what's new? Uh, what can you add to it? So. Growing up, just, you know, being that baller is just looking to be different, looking to step it up. Like I said, we always had the spotlight. Like we don't, I don't talk about my sports career at FAMU. I don't practice yeah. good in football or basketball. They just, you ain't playing no sports. Like, you know, we humble. We just like, yeah, yeah. all such and such. But me, you, and the priest were like, we, we were the guys that everybody looked up to. Whatever we did, they followed. You know what I mean? So we always been natural born. So, you know, just talent-wise, just by people watching us. So um, the leadership role here is easy, man. You take things done and you know, things, and you know you do mess up. You got air, but you know at the end of the day, you know your ability. So always nah. trust yourself. You know what I mean? Nah, for sure, bro. And I and I I love what you said too, man. Just from like what I took from what you just said was like what I want. You know, young adults and just people in general. Um, like don't undermine or minimize wherever you are in life. Like, bro, I forgot all what you just, like, when you said the headband, white out, I remember. I put that number 10 on there. Headbands were so tight, bro. We had headaches after the game, bro, from the beauty supply store, bro. But like you said, though, we was about fashion. We seen 135 pound from uh, Northwest Broward. The boy had the candy cane. We're like, oh, bro, we got to go get the candy cane. So the, the thing is, is like, that's what you passionate about, bro. And you remembered all those things and you utilizing that. And it was stuff that seemed so innocent when we was a kid or when early in life that you're using and maximizing right now. And, I, and that's what I want, you know what I'm saying, young adults and, and, and people just in general to understand, like, man, what you're doing right now, even that when you get later in age, uh-huh. like what you're doing right now can really translate into a business or in your new job. So never undermine or minimize where you currently sit at, bro. And I'm, bro, I forgot all those things we did. And it's crazy that it's coming to fruition and you using those things right now in your field, bro. And so 
so like you said, bro, you 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 play football, right? So like you said, you know, started to get that attention with football high school. Um, you went to Avery, right? And, and played, played there, man. So how was it there? What went into your decision and going there? And then how was that experience there, man? So like I would say my career is a little different. So like coming from Little League, probably one of the top in the city, going to high school, so going to Coconut Creek first and transferring to the Carter School with them all and them. Like, uh, you know, I had people better than me, but I proved my way off this fall. So junior year, I became a man at Core Springs Charter and being a top athlete there, going to my seat, one of the top three or four on the team. You know, actually, we don't have the resources we have. They have now that we have back. Yeah. YouTube and all this stuff, putting stuff together and, Knowing exactly what I need to do and about schooling and about weight, getting my weight up and all the good stuff, I would have plenty of opportunities. You know, I fall in free my senior year, but still like 700 yards. So everything, you know, played a factor into But I did have opportunities have four or five schools looking for me. Um, I ended up going to eight, um, off the coach, off the coach, they came yeah. to the school. They showed some good attention, so I went there. And also, um, you know, now that I look at it, I probably was talented enough to go to the MUs and all this stuff, but everything happens for a reason. So. It, it, I think you're right when you think about, uh, you know, just if we you lived in the, the YouTube era um, or we went to school, like, bro, our highlight tape was on VHS. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? I had to know. I see Coach Taylor on here, uh, my high school, you know, head coach. Like, we had the, the no tracking or tracking. On, you know what I'm saying? We was VHS, bro. Like, so even though we young, you would think, like, oh, we was in the DVD. Like, bro, we was barely, like, I barely was into the DVD era. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I, I definitely um, understand that, bro. And, 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 like, bro, I used to, you was motivation for me, dog. Like, when we was playing Little League, I remember, you know, we went to, the, I think, went to Super Bowl the same year. Because we was, like, we eighth grade year, bro. You was in seven. You came to the house, right? So we went to middle school together, y'all. My boy used to get dropped off in the morning, and we used to go to school. So yeah. we was like, we said to each other, like, bro, we going to the Super Bowl this year. And, and me, every day, every week, we like, y'all won. Yeah, we won. I play out same thing, man. So, uh, man, to see you be able to go, because uh, I am go- I went to MT the year before, then you went to Avery, bro. Uh, definitely, you know what I'm saying, a blessing, man. So, when you- so how was it, though, bro? Like, because at the end of the day, whatever level we, you know what I'm saying, you know, Wherever we play at, bro, playing college sports, you 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 like two percent, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You doing something that two percent of high school athletes, maybe even one, one and a half, get to do, bro. So like, how was it, man? Knowing that, man, I worked so hard um, from from little league to middle school to high school, you overcame, right? Because like y'all, we used to say love Barry, bro, because he was always smaller than us, but his heart, your heart was larger than ours, bro. You playing with people way, way more than you, right? Mm. So how was it, bro, when you made it to college, dog? Um, and so, uh, you know, and, and, and got to play college. So funny story is that um, you know, always being a smaller guy, so I really didn't look at it as being a small guy going to college. But you know, going from my senior year to college, um, high school to my freshman year of college, believe it or not, I was weighing 120 pounds. So I'm your freshman year of college. 120 pounds. So I'm yeah. not thinking. I'm already small. I, I didn't think about it. When I get yeah. up there. It was kind of intimidating looking at, man, these boys big, you know. 
yeah. you know, different levels. I'm like, man, these boys still big. We still got D1 athletes that got bounced back because of grades. You know, we playing Hargrave Academy, which had Jermaine Johnson from St. Thomas on there. Yeah. All one players that just got bounced back. And that's, you know, our schedule probably was our JV or whatever schedule that was with the Hargrave prep school. But yeah. probably most of the D1 schools that's playing Florida State and all that because they had all the bounce back. Their starting 11 was committed to Florida State. You know, Jermaine, UM. So yeah, yeah, went to the U. So Shout out, Jermaine. Like, man, I got to do something. So, you know, in high school, I didn't really lift too much in weights. I was the one of the top guys, so I just kind of laid back and used my talent. But once you get to that collegiate level, bro, that talent ain't going to do too much for you. You got to work. So I looked at it, and I was like, man, I ain't the fastest on the team. I ain't the best on the team. This talent ain't going to just take me everywhere. Yeah. So I started working out my offseason that first summer, and I gained probably, I think, 25 pounds. I got up to, like, 145 in the offseason, bro. That 145 turned me from a 4.7 to, like, a 4.4, and it just – it made me just an elite player just yeah. on one. When I seen that hard work, man, and just that grind you have to put in to get that out. So if I would have grinded like that in high school, I would have been a whole different kid. So I seen yeah. the light and then just grinding from making baby teams to college, the fourth game, going up to varsity, getting on the road, the freshman year, the sophomore year, getting some reps. And junior year being in on posters and all this stuff, elevation was just amazing. Like I never tell the story. Now, how do, how do you think? How do you think, man? Like seeing how you was like, okay, I got to work harder, and then seeing how hard work pays off, and seeing your climb. Like, how have you been able to use that experience into what you do now um, over equipment operations at Fam? So it's about the grind. So the same thing like when I started with FAMU, like um, in grad school, um, get my master's, uh, look for a career and my master's, you know, they make doing all these resumes, going to need five for 10 jobs a week and just, you know, grinding, just saying, what do I want? What do I want? To do? So that's when I had my business going, but I was like a career too to kind of even piggyback off of it. So yeah. Just throwing out resumes, where applying for like just a random, like we'll get into this story too, which is like, just God and faith, man. Like, just a random from a kid saying, UCLA equipment manager hiring 200000 a year. What? The career? Not this? So I was like, all right, put the equipment. So me being me, seeing Coach Simmons down there, knowing the guys, uh, you know, he coached you and stuff, walked down there also, and then, you know, introduced himself. You know, I was working with football a little bit before that. But, um, you know, just going down there, hey, do they have an equipment spot? I met my um, guy Day in, day out, six in the morning, seven at night. Not work, just grinding, not complaining, knowing that I like being around. It. So, you know, yeah. Hard work made me into a great equipment manager. So, just, you know, being just grinding, keeping it So, let me get this right, right? So, you left Avery, mm-hmm. headed down uh, to FAMU. Yeah, right? correct. You graduated. Uh, bachelor's and and, and uh, your master. Shout out to you on that, right? So Simmons dying up, Coach Simmons. Shout out to Coach Simmons. My boy was on the show. Hey, if y'all ain't check that episode out, go to my YouTube channel or you go to the podcast, like Thursday with JK Podcast. Go listen to that, right? So I remember you hitting me up like, bro, I'm going to go down there. I'm going to talk to Coach Simmons, trying to get on with equipment. So you looked up what equipment managers make, right? Huh? Went down there. Got on, start working, and and work your way into where you where you are now, right? Uh-huh. Now, how 
Like, what type of mentality do you have to have to realize, right? Man, okay, I'm not going to play football no more. So my dream of playing and making it to the league through football is over, uh-huh. right? Which is, for me, that was hard. When I realized it was a wrap and I ain't making it to the league, that was hard. Uh-huh. But for you to finagle and transition to say, okay, well, I might not be playing no more, but I'm going to still be in sports and I'm going to be an equipment manager. Like what mental, like what mindset did you have to have to make that transition, bro? And how can you encourage other people who maybe they started out with one dream, but maybe they can't accomplish their dream in that way, but they still can reach that destination maybe through a different avenue. So that's big time. Cause that you say that, but, um, it's about being competitive, man. you know, like in sports, what are you competitive? You're always competing. Every play with football, like Coach Simmons, I heard him say the other day, every sport, you got to come to not compete. For basketball, you, know, you go down on a, a little fast break or whatever, or you set up offense, you got to swing, wait for a ball. You're not really competing. So baseball, you got to outfield it. Just look at the outfield. You know, look at the other fans. You got to compete. And football, yeah, take a play down. Every play. So I want – now, I think it's competition also, man. You got to – you got to celebrate every moment, bro. Like, you know, you want your thing in NFL, but you just was the best player on your team in Little League, best player in high school, best yeah. player these yards. You made these actions. So you were what you think, say, player of the you know, year, whatever you were. Like, you know, you got to celebrate those moments as you get there. Because, you know, you can't just think about your overall dream and not celebrate on the way up. So you got to celebrate, man. Enjoy. Man, you, you, uh, you hit someone here right there, bro. Like, celebrating the moment, bruh. And I think for so long, that was so hard for me to do. Like, when I didn't make it to the league at first, right? Mm-hmm. Um, my first couple of years in Arena League, I, I could, I wasn't celebrating the moment. I wasn't enjoying it. Um, but to your point, man, when I sit back, I'm a big fan of the Warriors, mm-hmm. specifically Steph Curry, right? My boy, I got the sauce, dog. My boy is a dog, a baller, a legend, right? And so when I sit back, and I and I see them celebrate and win championships. I'm like, oh God. I'm like, dang, I wish I could relive those moments. But like you said, I gotta be thankful for what God blessed me to experience, mm-hmm. what God blessed me to win, what God blessed me to 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 the levels He blessed me to make it on, right? Because we can always look and say, Man, what if I was on that level? But it's like, man, like you say, we gotta celebrate where we are. And as we, you know what I'm saying, as we climb, celebrate each level. Uh, man, so so that's 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 true, dog. And when you talk about competition, man, it's funny, but I know it's real. So as an equipment, right, open equipment, and you say you competing against the other equipment people, like so. What you doing? Like, are you scouting them? Like, oh man, that equipment manager, he could have matched those jerseys better, or or man, that Nike chat should have been on the side of the pants, not on the hip. Like, like how y'all compete like that, bro? Yeah, man. So like I would say, like me. Uh, my former equipment guy, Dakari, and my equipment guy now, Doug, like, we literally sit on the sideline like, man, but look at them helmets, but they still got all speed, speed helmets. Yeah, you know, yeah. F7 Zenith, or, man, them some nice socks they got. We got to see where we can get them, man. Like, you know, they done, they snapped on them socks, but, like, yeah. but right now at our level, man, I think we only really, I don't think we're competing with anybody. We're top of the top with new stuff. We want <laughs> uni swag of the um, year, like, one week. We were top five out of all schools in the country. You know, it's just we're so elite right now. We built that over the years. So we get to do stuff. And like I tell a lot of our like a lot of these vendors want to work with me. a lot of these vendors. Damn, you play four or five times 
there. A lot of these vendors still can't be so they want to showcase their items. So why not work with us? So we have the advantage to say, hey, we want to try this new one. What do you guys have new one? Yeah, let's take a try with fam. Let's get them on this level. You know, let's let's get them their uniforms on, whatever it is. So yeah, you know, we manage that we're on a high spotlight, you know, with LeBron and you know, we have yeah, uh, Jumbo Fisher on our team, you know what I mean? So we have a lot of spotlights. Nah, hey, nah, I mean the brand is I, I was when I was talking to Coach Simmons, man, head coach uh, of fam you. Um, he was just saying like how he pitched the Why Not Us, right? The the, the behind the scenes uh, scene series with ESPN um, Plus, right? He was just saying like, bro, you don't want to work with nobody else but us. Like, we win, I dance, our school is legendary, and like y'all, man, y'all unis fire, right? Yeah. The, the the metallic orange, yeah. uh, the all white unis, all of them, man, it's clean, man. So when you, when you say that y'all ain't trailing nobody, you you not. You know what I'm saying? And not y'all got that Nike check on you. So you know that Nike check, hey, take your 10 points up. You feel me? That's part of the reason why I committed to MT. They were sponsored by Nike. I ain't even gonna keep it a buck, right? <laughs> hey, but nah, but nah, for real, man. So what would you say, man, just being in athletics, man, like college athletics, like, what would you say is the, the favorite thing about your job, man? Like just being in the behind the scenes aspect of college, you know, with equipment and, and college athletics. So, no matter what level you want, level I'm on, I don't care, NFL, assistant, head, volunteer, whatever it is, I love it. What other better job can be found is watching sports, being around sports, being competitive, something you've been around your whole life. You yeah. know, it's not special, it's not hard, it's nothing you have to worry about. Doug is so real, man, because I think, like, like we live in this like being a like a young adult man in 2022, right? And and I know people be like, man, y'all in y'all early 30s, y'all in. If you look at it, you know, a definition, man, of young adult is just really someone you know that is building the foundations of their life, right? When you really think of it, different areas, right? And so, so many times, man, we live in this world, and we like, like, yeah, you gotta go get it. You feel me? Like, you gotta go and put yourself and align yourself and get up every day to align yourself to go get your goals and dreams, but. I believe too, man, that even because faith without works is dead. So if we ain't putting no work in, if I ain't put my resume in, if I ain't working hard, then okay, I ain't gonna have no opportunity. But the faith aspect is trusting God that okay, God, I'm gonna get up. You're guiding me, you're gonna order my stuff, you're gonna position me to be seen or to be, I don't have to go out and overdo it. I don't have to go out and not be myself. Like you just being yourself at a convention, um, and, and God favors you to be, hey. That's that X factor. I did an episode the other uh, a couple weeks ago about the X factor, bro. Like when we look at people's stories, we're like, man, how they got there? I want to get there, but uh-huh. we could do the certain steps. But it's certain things, the X factor, that situation that happened in your life that nobody can re redo. Like right. how I'm gonna tell somebody, hey, if you want to get hired by UCLA, you gotta go to a, a coaching convention, <laughs> go to Waterburger, and then a coach gonna come hit you up at the Waterburger. No, that's an X factor. And we all got those in our lives, in my opinion, because so God could get the glory. So, which I pray you get that job, you know what I'm saying? You get that job, who you going to be able to think? I mean, that was God. Hey, I was just at Whataburger, but that's yeah. God, right? So, uh, man, hey, that's real, though, Brad. I, I just want, like, young adults, man, specifically, because that's who we're targeting with the, with the podcast, to just really understand that, yes, put the work in, pursue it, but you don't got to 
go out there and lose yourself trying to chase. But no. hey, but like I was saying, bro, I keep doing your thing. And I just want people, especially the younger adults, man, millennials, Gen X, man, to just understand, man, if you work hard, you trust God, you align yourself, man, the, the blessings. It's going to be certain parts of your journey that it ain't nothing you could do. God is the one that's going to do it, bro. And that that's an example right there, bro. So, um, man, so so working at, as a, at, at a HBCU, bro, like how much pride do you take in being a two-time graduate from HBCU family now working in college athletics? at an HBCU, man, like, like how much pride do you take in that? What does it mean to you? And um, how does it make you feel seeing HBCUs coming back to prominence where they belong? So honestly, JK, I'm, I'm still in the moment, bro. Like just coming here from 2000, like what, 11, whatever it was, I'm still in the moment. Like until I leave, I will actually see the difference. You know what I mean? So I'm still yeah. normalized to me now, but it's just the culture. So I went to um, PWI and I didn't know too much about HBCUs, but when I got to it was like, wow, the culture, the family, the hustle, the entrepreneurship, the you know, getting out and just getting to know people and parties, the atmosphere. It's just, it's, it's, it's by far the best. You know what I mean? Like I've yeah. been games, like I go to Country Street to Florida State, you know, watch some of their stuff and it's just, it's football, but. Not the tailgates, like not like the tailgates at uh, HBCU that you know about, yeah. and it's just you know it's just the the whole the moment of it, and I'm still living in the moment, man. And I and it work hard, it makes you go out and figure things out on your own. It's not it's like a life based school. In life, you got to go out and figure. In life, you got to go hustle. In life, be an entrepreneur. And life, you got to go out and figure it out on your own. But HBCU, you know, people look. Gotta, gotta figure this out. This not this. That's life. So, so it's really preparing. You know, this is like Coach Simmons said sometimes. At HB, us is gonna be our only time where we're the majority. Hey, bro. Hey, that's Coach. facts, bro. Because you know what I'm saying. I graduated from TSU, got my master's, and bro, that was the only time I was the majority, bro. Yeah. Is 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 going to TSU, Tennessee mm-hmm. State University, bro, to get my master's. Only time. Other than that, going to MTPWI, which I love the school. I enjoy my experience. You know what I'm saying? Blessing. We'll be able to go play ball there, but I'm a minority. But going to TSU, bro, it was a different vibe. Bro, you know my favorite movie, Drumline. So we in class. I hit a band. I'm like, this one was on Drumline. And yep. like we used bro, I wish that I could have played with no, with, with FAMU, the March of 108. Just the HBCU bands, bro, because obviously the boys on the, on the sideline rocking. Like, uh, even y'all, equipment balance, rocking out there. Hey, you know what I'm saying? So it's a whole different environment that I, if my kids decide to play ball, you know what I'm saying, whatever sport, um, I want them to go, you know what I'm saying, to to HBCU. And I believe, like, what Coach Simmons doing, what, what Eddie George, what Dion doing, man, um, Hugh Jackson. Man, and, and all of the HBCU coaches, man, just what they're doing, and it's bringing HBCUs back to prominence, man, back to the top um, because where they was, you know what I'm saying? Because we couldn't go to no PWI. All the talent was at HBCUs until we know how they want to monopolize, right, how America is. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, but yeah, though, man, uh, I, I just think that it's a blessing, bro, that you graduated from there, you're working there. Um, and like 
you say when you leave and, and i really one thing you keep saying is you enjoying the moment so i just want people to listen to this people that see this people that listen to it on replay man uh enjoy the moment embrace where you are live it up um to the fullest man so so we how we got the topic right you took a different route so the nfl bro made it to the nfl bro when you first walked into the redskins facility bro how did it feel though amazing bro like it's nervous like you just like well here it go we here you know what i mean yeah it's, yeah like it, it's strange how it happened bro like i said patient and like, everything happened at one time bro. Like, just being patient everything happened so the journey to get there was damn you hustling grinding you know um the head guy from the washington football team called my supervisor guys I was like, well, got a guy, he's not in school, but he would definitely take the internship. Yeah. All right, sit over his resume. Go over, had an interview five minutes. Like, all right, you're my guy, you're my main guy. I want you, come on. So I was like, all right, boom, I'm in there. Effort to work. It was like, no, come on, to get there. Like, it wasn't hard. It was yeah. just that grinding that I put towards to get there and made it, made it seem easy. You know what I mean? So me getting there, probably a week or two before leaving to go there, I got presented the opportunity. My supervisor, you know, took the route. I got the opportunity to be the head equipment guy at FAM. So it was like NFL head guy at FAM. Yeah. Hey, but this opportunity, you will never get back, or it would just open up doors as bigger. Than yeah. What I, so, you know, I took the sacrifice. So, you know, Courtney, that hey, go ahead, so go ahead and take the opportunity in NFL, you know. And me thinking ahead, this opened up so many doors for me just now. Eddie Cook guy, you know, Washington. I will open them up to the big job center away. But I opened up doors for I was a people at my school. So next year I sent one my in one of my NFL. Next year I'm gonna keep doing it. up doors for countless of people. So yeah. that sacrifice I took, I think that you know I'm always next person. So help open up plenty of doors and I'm in the network. So he called me back twice to come work in NFL, but just you know the number wasn't right. I'm in that yeah. conversation now. When something opens up, I took that sacrifice for that opportunity. So, and when I got up there, man, just being around the Chase Young, the, the big time Fitzpatrick's, the the receivers, and just like Terry McLaurin, all of them are just like, man, like it's starstruck. Like, man, what the guys look like? They're you know I mean? like the Asians that put their time into it. Like, bro, I'm here. So it's big. I did. Now you right on the field, my boy. Spotted you on NFL Network, my dog hey. got down NFL Network in the league. Hey, dream come true. Salute to you, bro. Definitely happy for you, bro. I know it's just the beginning. Um, so like watching them at practice every day, did it ever cross your mind, man? I could have played in the league. When yeah, you see, and I ain't, I ain't on need names. I'm just saying when you looking at players on the field are you yeah. like bro i could have played in the league so yeah and no so yeah talent wise but going back to work ethic you know mm. i started my work ethic a little later because i was so but you think about it growing up playing all these sports jk like we had to work we played every day so that's practice that's why we were so good we practice every day yeah we play sports three or four times a day so it's like that's the work we put in as youth you know what i mean so when i got to high school I kind of relied on that talent, and I didn't have that work ethic. But work ethic-wise, I had—I don't think I had a chance because those boys work 
yeah. time in, time out, like just all around the clock. But talent wise, of course, I think. But just work ethic wise, it's two different levels. That work ethic and meet your talent. That's what makes those guys elite. You know what I mean? You got talent, no work ethic. Work ethic, no talent. But they have the elite. You know, you've been. Hey, yeah. Nah, you know, I, I, I got you on that, and and it's and this is where I want people too to understand, man. Self awareness, bro. Like you're just talking to you, but you're very self aware. You're honest with yourself, and so this is what young adults, millennials, Gen X, hey. You got to be self-aware. You look at yourself like, nah, bro, work ethic-wise, nah. Who out here is looking at themselves saying, I don't work hard enough? Not a lot of people, right? And still, you know what I'm saying? But you able to look back, nah, I ain't work. So I made the changes. And because you made those changes, you are where you are, man. And so salute to you on that, bro. Now, last question about, about when I asked you about the lead. You talked about sacrifice, bro, right? You hit me up. you like, bro, hey, hey, man, I got the, the NFL right here got offered the head position, bro. I'm like, I ain't trying to lose my safety net with that spam yep. job, but I don't want to miss out on my lifelong, right? And what I want, you know what I'm saying? Younger adults understand that you, in, in life, you're going to be presented with hard decisions. It was yep. no bad decision, but mm -hmm. I like how you thought for You was a four thing. You didn't say, oh, man, salary? Oh, let me choose this guarantee and sacrifice the unknown. But you was like, you know what? I'm going to take a risk and go to the unknown because of what I believe it can open up down the road, even if no money is attached. Like, talk to me about being willing to do things for free to get paid on the back end. So, yeah. So, necessarily, it wasn't really for free. We They paid, you know, it was an internship. They paid yeah. a little bit. Still was nothing compared to what they're paying at FAM. But it yeah. was just, you know, the thought process, you know, Contacting people you're closer. So, you know, I hit you up, hit my dad up, you know, certain people that you know that really give you an honest opinion and let you know, like, hey, this is what's this, you know, and you know, at the end of the day, it's yourself versus everybody. You know what I mean? So I just went on the limb and was like, hey, I gotta take this opportunity. It, it's it's less chance you make into fifty something spots on the roster. It's only four equipment on each team. So yeah. So you will never have that opportunity. You'll never have that experience. The first thing of the experience and like, how can I bring the experience from NFL and bring it back to them? Yeah. At the day, it was a win-win. Like, how can I get stuff to learn and bring it back here? And I, and I talked to Courtney, too. You know, like, you know, I want to get up there. It's like an educational purpose, man. Let me get up there, learn some things, bring it back to fam, and elevate the program, man. You know, it was a win-win across the board. It kind of was a no thinker when I laid everything out. Yeah. It was a, and being with Courtney allowed me to come back. That's another thing. Like, I would have been a hard decision about the left, and I couldn't come back. Yeah. Now that it's a harder decision, so blessed to have Courtney to say, hey, man, go take that. You'll still be safe here. You know what I mean? Nah, that definitely. Nah, that's, and shout out to Courtney, too, man. Oh, man, one of the, the, the – hey, when I say, boy, ascending, hey, legends, hey, yeah. trend settles, right? Courtney, gosh. Hey, salute to that boy doing his thing, man. And and, and that's the power of relationships, man. Yeah. To, to Because they know your quality of work. You feel me? All of them. Coach Simmons, Troy, you know, know your quality of work. So they they looking out for you, but understand that hey, we got you at the same time. You know what I'm saying? So never underestimate the, the power of relationship, man. And so I'm going to transition, man, before we get out, man. I ain't going to hold you up, bro. I'm going to an hour on this thing. But um, when you – I know – 
entrepreneur, right? You got entrepreneur spirit in you, bro. You know, you started DR's locker room uh, where, you know, you talked about just when we was kids, the socks, the wristbands, the, like how did that start and, and what are, you know, your future entrepreneur endeavors? So, yeah, so that started with um, in college, you know, got to make some money in the summer, got to do the or not like man i gotta start working i gotta start providing i'm in college i gotta pay school and you know just looking back at you know me being a, a hustler an entrepreneur like i just, uh, hit up the um key from webster's where we used to shop at i was buying mouthpieces and bringing them up to virginia they didn't know nothing about the pacifier mouthpiece and all that I like, Get one. So i tell my dad hey buy me 10 for like five dollars i'm selling them boys dollars so it started going up like and they want to buy this every time I bring it up to South Florida up there, they want to buy it. So yeah, I, like, oh. I let I let Webster's know, you know, like, um, I can get this a lot of people and they want to do business, so they're like, Yeah, do a box of mouthpieces. All right, got a lot of mouthpieces. So I was that kind of I, I, I was at a like, Hey, I'm at the blueprint of this so equipment, our business. Let's start all products, get going. And then I went from one thing to sleeves to the sleeves on the market. What was a low budget and portable that that these rec parks and these colleges can afford? Yeah, these are going for twenty five dollars for two. I can buy them for a dollar and sell them for five dollars and make it affordable. So my thing was make it affordable at these little league parks. You know, it's the cost of internet, it's the connection. You know, it's slowed down now because I have a lot going on with music sports. Yeah, you know you can't have both going on. So, but you know, those things. Outside, you know, that was my passion. Nah, for, I I want to say you got. Then you get me right with a couple passes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I I know I had the pink, the white, the black. Yep. Hey, yeah, you got me right. You know, so I had to I had to come copy your services, man. But um, but yeah, brother, that's and I, I understand the the conflict, you know, yeah. between what you do and what you do, you know, your entrepreneurial business. Uh, but dog, salute to you on that. You was ahead of the game in that, man. And now you see everybody rocking pacifiers, and everybody didn't. You used to always rock pacifiers, man. But the two ways I'm on in the show, man. One, I allow my guests to ask me any question they want, and then two, I allow you to end with uh, with advice, right? You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm allow you to end by giving some advice to some younger those. But hey, ask me any question you want, bro. Um, it could be about what we talking about. Um, you know, whatever, bro. I, but I do allow my guests to ask me one question at the end. Uh, so, it's not, it's not a lot, but let's see. Um, we was to do it all over again, growing yeah. up, childhood But you wanted the same way. You said if I if I did what all over again? Wanted to relive our childhood, sports wise, and everything. Was you satisfied on everything growing up with, you know, just me, you, and I, let's say, like, the priest and your friendship, yeah. how we were raised and sports-wise and, you know, being being who we were? Would you do it all over the same oh, way? Oh, for sure. I'm doing it doing it the exact same. I ain't making no no changes, uh, no add, adding, no subtracting, bro, because the, the childhood that we got, man, which I thank my parents, bro, for, you know, and, and really blessed, man, especially working in the school system, I see – Different kids, man, come from different situations, man. And, and, you know, to come from good parents is all by the grace of God. It ain't nothing that we do, right? Um, so I think, bro, like our childhood, bro, we got exposure. 
uh, Fred T- Taylor talk about this on the Pivot Podcast, right? Exposure leads to expansion. Think about all the stuff our parents did to us. Think about did for us. Think about the, the field trips, the the um, took us to the Boys and Girls Club. Boys and Girls Club taking us um, to you know uh, NHL games, hockey games. Man, we playing wiffle ball, we playing hockey, we playing soccer. Our parents taking us on vacation. We going fishing. We ain't even gonna get on fishing. You know what I'm saying? So the childhood that we had, bro, are played a huge role in the men we are today. And, and right now, bro, if we if we go and when and play soccer, it just get some random people. We probably like kill them. Kill them. Kill them. Not that we soccer players, but bro, we grew up playing soccer. If we play street hockey. Let go, mm-hmm. throw the roller bags on, put the hockey, come on. We <laughs> ran, get- but it was because our childhood, so, bro, it wasn't, it's nothing that I would, would, would change, bro. And then I have lifelong friends, you, priest, in my wedding. Like, yeah. when I look at my, my groomsmen from the wedding, I go down that list, I'm like, bro, I'm like, okay, I got my childhood friends, you, and priest. I got my middle school, you know what I'm saying? Mike, I got my high school. I go on and on college, adult life, bro, so. Nah, I wouldn't change anything, though, bro. But that, that was a good question, bro. I wouldn't change nothing, though. But I don't tell y'all, but I think about it all the time when you put the priest. My first time going to sixth grade. You were you, I, I scared? Went, I had you scared? Nah, y'all walked me. Y'all, y'all took me to sixth grade. The, okay. The first, I slept over, and y'all took me. And I was like, man, here we go. <laughs> y'all hey, walked me. Hey, first you know time. I was scared, though? Because Craig, man, from the Boys and Girls Club, he was like, hey, they got knives, and they be. St- I'm like, oh, we about to go to middle school. They stabbing out here, bro. Hey, he had me so scared to go to middle school, bro. But when we went, like, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, yo, brother, we ain't gonna steal your own life. Now, this is what middle school is, bro. That's crazy. Hey, I forgot about that, bro. First, what was that? Y'all, y'all let me. I think I was the first time they let sixth graders on that. The basketball? When I was the first, first one to be on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they wouldn't allow uh, sixth graders to play basketball. Just seventh and eighth, and then when you came in, boom, they like sixth graders. All right, let's go. Hey, yeah. hey, nah, that's what's up, though, bro. Hey, we had a blessed childhood, bro. For real, for real, man. I appreciate your friendship all the way now, man. If I, if I, you know, so I know I can count on you to check on me, support me, show love, man. So I appreciate it, man. And, and right back at you, dog. Um, that's why it was so important for me to have you on the show because uh, what you're doing and your story inspired me, dog. So, uh, man, with that being said, man, I do. Just want to allow you, man, to man, tell people where they can follow you, uh, you know, where they can catch you, by fam you. I know y'all about to play in the own Blossom Classic down there, man. But um, tell them, you know, about that. But then encourage young adults right now, either those transferring, you know, from, from high school to college. They might be in college or maybe even, like, early 30s into young adulthood or adulthood. Man, just encouraging them some encouraging words about even if you don't accomplish your dream initially, how you can regroup and figure out a way to still get to that destination, but maybe in a different route. So if you don't get your dream, and I don't think I say a dream, to follow your dream, you got to be organized. So if you're not getting to your dream, make sure you're organized. Make sure the steps add up. You can't be a professional player, own a business, and just get straight there. Just prioritize, be organized. Do step by step until it leads to that dream. Most people just want to dive in the dream and get there. You got to put in time. You got to put in the effort. You got to work. You got to network. You have to build it, man. That's the biggest thing. And, you know, even for um, college, high school players going to college, like, it's not always about the big D1s. You can get to the big D1s, sit behind somebody for three years, you get one year to, you know, go to a best fit. 
have to drop down a level. You have to go down to a different level to get the playing time. Boy, it's all about enjoying, man. You don't want to go to college for four years, sit the bench and don't play because you got a, a big Florida State on your chest or a big Alabama on your chest. You didn't enjoy it. You didn't play. But if you have to drop down a level just to get to play, play and college football, game the atmosphere, the catch a touchdown. You know, that's what means more to tell the story. You know what I mean? Like you said, everybody's not going to take it to the big. Everybody's not going to take it to where they want to go. But you want to have a story to tell. You want you want to go back to, you know, celebrate every moment. You want to celebrate your college. You know what I mean? So make it happen. Sometimes you let things like what I always think about, just don't try to paddle the boat upstream. You know, sometimes come around, let the stream take you and to lead you to where you want to go. You know, sometimes the stream is like God just going to lose you right into what you want to go to. Still a fight in the back. Sometimes to where you want to go. That's my word of encouragement. Be patient. So fight after you go, but sometimes you have to let it come. That's right. Now, hey. Can't say it better than that, bro. Like you said, don't fight upstream, man. God be trying to take us in a different direction because that's what's best for us. And we be trying to fight. But I know I was trying to fight to get to the NFL. God like, nah, boy, take this boat down this AFL. I got championships for you. I got a, you know, and uh, eventually I had to go ahead and paddle with stream, not upstream, bro. So, hey, I appreciate you, dog. Thank you so much, man. Hopefully I can get down there to, to – to fam, dog, um, you know what I'm saying, one of these games. He invited me to come to the Classic, but I'm going to be calling the game. MT got a game that week, that that same week. So, um, what about, you know, I ain't been to no Florida Classic am, ever, bro. That's, that's a nice job Florida, on me. Florida, uh, Classic, Florida Classic or the Orange Boston Classic in Miami for Dion Yeah, see, that that's going to be tough, though. I, 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 that's going to be tough to try to get down there. I know that's big, that's big time, you feel me? So, But he did invite me to the Florida Classic, but I got to call the game. So, We'll see, you. though, bro. Hey, we'll see, though, man. And anytime we're in the area or something, we'll let you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah no, nah, definitely. You be doing that. You be posting me up, though. And, uh, you know what I'm saying? I appreciate everything, too, though, man. But, uh, hey, with that being said, though, man, I appreciate you coming on, dog. Much love, bro, uh, to you and your fam. Hey, y'all, thank y'all for jumping on, watching Tucker Thursday with JK Podcast. Hey, go catch other episodes on YouTube channel. Jeremy, tell them. Subscribe to that. Or on uh, your podcast platforms, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor. Um, and, or you could come catch them live, you know what I'm saying, on every Thursday on my IG live, JK underscore impasse, man. Y'all continue to wake up, strive to win on purpose, be intentional about winning. Hey, y'all have a blessed day, dog. Hey, appreciate you, dog. Be real. All right, man. All right.